Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today we are still in season seven, and we are talking about the episode, The Wedding. Yeah. So many wedding songs that we could put with this. I just don't even know where to begin. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's uh, let's do a little singing to yes. get into the West Wing yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> da, 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 da. one of those episodes where I'm singing that in a hotel room and just kind of wondering what the person in the room next to me is thinking. <laughs> you're welcome, guys. Uh, you're oh, welcome. boy. Crazy life. Um, last night, um, I'm on tour right now because it's the summertime, and last night on the bus, the uh, movie One Fine Day came on. Ooh. And... Yeah, I know. Such a good one, right? Michelle Pfeiffer, George Clooney. Yeah. Also, Sheila Kelly, who is the wife to one Richard Schiff. And for a moment, I was going to point out to these people, hey, I've met her. I've been to her house. And then I realized nobody knew who I was talking about and nobody would care. But I'm going to tell you guys, Sheila Kelly, she's in One Fine Day. So that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) What about you? Um, well, let's talk about the dream that I had two nights ago, because it was, let's do it. I, I, it's like still sitting with me. You guys have dreams where like, they're so, either they're so real, like sometimes I'll dream that I'm like, you know, dating Chris Pratt or something, and then you wake up and it's like, oh, oh. sad. Um, I know. Uh, well, this one, I was somehow, for some reason, okay, first of all, they were rebooting the West Wing, so, like, they were film, they were making new episodes, filming new... Oh, my gosh. ...whatever episodes or mini-episodes or whatever, and heart, somehow... heavy heart palpitations. ...in Dreamworld, <laughs> I had become part of the cast, or not even part of the cast, I was just a small, I was gonna have a small role. I think I had, like, 10 to 15 lines, right? So wow, And at the lot. same time, they were... Um, well, it was like, you know, it was like, um, how the West Wing has like minor characters that come in for one episode and then go away. You know what I mean? Little like guest appearance. Uh-huh. I guess not that I'm important enough for a guest appearance, but in my dream I am. Um, sure. Minor if you're not in your dreams, that's and harsh. at the same time, they were filming where I work apparently because I was also still doing my day job and then like had to leave my work early to go shoot my few scenes for the West Wing. What a so, go-getter. I was super stressed about my job currently, which is true in real life. Very stressed. Well, I just got back from vacation, so not as true. But on a day-to-day basis, pretty stressed. So I didn't take the time to read or memorize my lines because I just thought, oh. oh, there aren't that many and it'll be fine. And then, of course, when I went to look at them, it's the West Wing. So it's incredibly like intricate dialogue, huge words, and just like even my few little lines are ridiculous. And I go on set in the dream, I go on set and I can see Allison Janney and Richard Schiff. And I had a scene with each of them too. Like I had a scene with Allison Janney and then I was going to go meet with Toby. And um, I just in the dream, I was so panicked because these people were obviously like my heroes and I had not memorized my lines, like such a rookie move. And Ooh. it was just, and then I woke up right before we started filming the scene. So I don't know what happened, but. Oh my goodness. 
You had the actor's nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. It was a nightmare. Classic. But it was still well, cool because I, I was walking around on set in my dream, and that was fun. <laughs> right. Well, John maybe Wells it's there. Per- maybe it's partially prophetic. Like maybe, hopefully. They will reboot it just so we can be in it like the Gilmore guys were. Oh, and great. But maybe we won't have lines, and that would be okay. That would be A-okay. We just, oh, but man. I would kind of want a line just because I have a theater degree, I'm just saying. But, like, that would be fine to sit in the background, too. So Yeah, I would putting just it out there. That, just sitting in the background. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Okay. Well, we've had a very West Wing sort of week. Um, so what did you... Let's should we pivot and, and dive into this episode, the yeah, wedding? I guess we should. Yeah, that makes sense. What did what did how did you feel about this episode? Because I, I feel like we maybe felt different ways. I felt okay about it. I did. I didn't actually dislike it. I feel like I made it seem like I disliked it. I just, you know, sometimes there are episodes. This is not to diss everything that happened after season four, but sometimes there are episodes where. I watch in season seven, six or seven, or five or six or seven. Wow, I can't find my words today. Um, and I just think, <laughs> this is good. This is a good episode. But imagine how good it would have been in season two or season three. And so I think that was what I had here. Like, there are so many, there are interesting elements here. Like, having a wedding in the White House. The whole Bartlett, Bartlett's daughter is getting married. And that's an, an element all in itself. Because you know how he is. So... Um, and then all of the drama going on with the Chinese and the Russians and everybody. I feel like it could have been so much better, but it was still good. But that just leaves me lacking a little bit in in what how, I was looking for. How do you feel? Can you, like, identify ways that you think I it think, would have been better in those seasons? Like, I, more Toby, more... Well, always uh, more Toby. I don't know. Always yeah, more to me. Doubt. I think more. I He's think like it salt. specifically has to do with the pacing and the tension. I feel like it could have been, you know, like the the scene where he is. I guess we should do a TikTok, but uh, but the scene where he is um, on the phone and Debbie is sliding the time to him on sticky notes and stuff. That was yeah. really good, and I kind of felt like the whole yeah. episode could have had that much tension in it of I'm dealing with this wedding and this international crisis at the same time I felt like that moment did it really well and the whole episode could have done it really well otherwise I don't know it just it felt like Mm. the pacing was a little bit off at some parts and the and that affected the tension so you think some of it was too slow maybe yeah I think some of it was too slow and that there were parts that sort of took me out of the drama like I liked I liked the whole Will Bailey and Kate Harper thing but I also feel like there were some moments with that that kind of took me away from what was happening. And sometimes the way they did um, the stuff, you know, there's a bunch of drama going on with Josh. And sometimes the way that they would jump from one thing to another just sort of threw me out of mm. how dramatic and high stakes everything could have been. So, got it. But it was still good. Like, I liked all the elements. You know, like, I love the Josh storyline. I like the Kate Harper and Will Bailey storyline. And I like the balancing the wedding and, you know, World War Three storyline. So, all good stuff. Just wasn't mixed quite to my liking. Hmm. It, uh, this sounds like an episode of Chopped. <laughs> like, there were three different elements on your plate, but they just didn't... It was just missing something to tie it together. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, that's fair. That's fair. However, I kind of, I kind of liked that... Uh, that I feel like up until now, 
well, maybe not up until now, but for the past couple episodes, it's been like, here's a White House episode, and yeah. here's a campaign episode, and it's like taking turns, and it's like A team and B team, and this one I finally felt like, oh, okay, we're getting both kind of a balanced storyline between yeah. the two, slightly more on the, the West Wing side, which we've kind of been lacking. So for for that reason, I really liked this episode. I agree. I agree with that. Because it feels like it's been a while, really. Yeah. I, like, when's the last time we had President Bartlett on the screen? Yeah, I feel like that's true. Maybe we've had him referenced, but he, it's like Charlie's Angels, like maybe on the phone, but we don't see him. Yeah. He's Charlie. I think... Oh, also, where's Charlie? <laughs> that's a great question. Oh. Always a great question. Um, I think... What I'm thinking, the episode I'm thinking of that this kind of reminds me of is whichever episode, I think it's the state dinner, when mm-hmm. when Bartlett has to leave whatever function he's at to call that um, there's a ship that they're basically going to lose and he's on the phone yes. with, that, the, with the Navy guy or whatever. And yeah. that mm-hmm. was, there was such good, and very, obviously they're very different, but that whole, the thing where one huge thing is going on and he has to deal with this other huge thing. That was balanced so well in that episode, and I think I was kind of had that in my head um, mm-hmm. during this episode as well. So I don't know, just a, a, a point of what I'm sort of referencing in my head of when it was done well. So, but I really love the whole post-it note scene. Oh my you gosh, know, where I he's do on too. the phone call, because you can see the stakes raising. And I feel like up until now, this whole like Kazakhstan, like China. Russia conflict has really been, it's just not landed. It hasn't, you know, I don't know the good sports metaphor. It hasn't like hit the bat on the ball or whatever. So (laughs) it hasn't made contact. I don't know. But I feel like in this episode, because we finally see how it affects them personally, it finally, but it was such a long lead up to it. Golly, if that's the only purpose, I don't know. Yeah, no, Um, I agree. I, I think that's I like, scene, that's why I reference that as one of the good parts. I think that was so good in in raising the stakes of it. And then when he t- turns it personal and starts talking about, he just says like, "My daughter's getting married. Can we do this in an hour?" And I just thought that was, mm. I just really it was so that. human. It was yeah. so human. I yeah. loved that moment and too. just. When he's talking about, like, my little girl's going to walk down the aisle. I mean, my heart was breaking. (laughs) And then his monologue at the wedding where he's about to walk her down the aisle. I cannot. Yeah. I just simply cannot. I'm overwhelmed by emotion. It's beautiful. I miss Bartlett. And she's your favorite daughter, right? At least your favorite daughter. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She's totally my favorite daughter. This episode just, like, reaffirms it. I don't know why y'all are all on the Zoe train. I love Zoe. Or you like the other one. No, I no, I don't. Liz is that her name? I feel like it's Liz. Liz, um, yeah. I I um. Your team, I'm not Zoe. Indifferent. I'm not. I think I like Ellie more in this episode than I have in previous episodes. Um, because yeah, that moment before they walked down the aisle, like you said, was just oh, it was just heart wrenching. I mean, it was so and yeah, sweet and she was and, so good too. Yeah, so I think they have a lot of great moments when he talks to the groom. That was yeah. a great moment. He like, tries to, like, run him off. Yeah. And he has the line about, you know, I knew I, I was going to marry her on our third date. And he says, well, what's wrong with the first two? And it's just <laughs> all of that stuff Cute. was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It was really cute. And he was trying to intimidate him by having all those military <laughs> yeah. personnel in the Oval. And Debbie's yeah. like, your nine o'clock is starting to melt. Like, yeah. this poor bug guy. He yeah. can't handle it. That was so, so funny. funny. Um, yeah, I also liked the dignitary bingo for talking about uh, the wedding yeah. stuff. I love I love that Debbie's all about it. Yep. The, the sweet gambling alpaca farmer that she is. <laughs> What a great character. Oh, she's the best. Yeah, I love okay. all... I mean, it's fun. Well, we've said this a million, million times, but it's fun to see everybody dressed up in general. Ever. Oh, heck so, yes. I like that. Uh, shout out to uh, Mrs. Bartlett and the cleavage. Golly. Yeah, I mean, the girls are out yep. in this one. <laughs> she was looking good. Yep. 100%. I love that interaction with them as well with... When he says the, being the mother of the bride fits you, and she's like, when Liz got married, you said I didn't look old enough. And da, da, da. that was a cute little moment between them. I know. I like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm there for it. Anytime yeah. that we've got Mr. and Mrs. Bartlett, I'm there for it. Yep. And when she's being supportive. We have a lot of couple-y things in this episode. Uh, let's, let's talk about Will and Kate. Yeah. Let's talk about Will that. And- Okay, what do you, what do you think, Sally? I like it. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that is weird and like unexpected and like could be awkward. But I think, well, no, not even could be awkward. I think that they are just awkward enough to make it kind of fun and enjoyable. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I feel like we're in a little bit of a desert in the romance department. That yeah. anything seems great. Yeah, I mean, I just wrote, I love the girl talk when we've got CJ. Kind of hitting on Kate, but just having like a walk and talk to the situation room, mind yeah. you. I just love that whole yeah. part showing that, okay, you can still be a woman and still be a high ranking, you know, White House staffer. Yeah. And there, it's, it's still- not a, con- it's not, you know, two things opposed. You right. can, you can be both things. Yes. So. Loved yeah. it. Agreed. Live for the girl talk. <laughs> um, um, we did have good moments. Well, yeah, moments plural. With, speaking of lacking in the romance department, I really enjoyed, this is totally pivoting subjects as well, but I really enjoyed Donna's concern and sort of protectiveness over Josh while all this craziness is happening with Josh and and everybody's saying, you know, should he be running the campaign? Should we switch him out? All that kind of stuff. I thought that, I thought the way that Donna handled it was very realistic and sweet. Yeah, they're finally working together again. I just love that she's there. And I feel like this is the first real episode where they're just working together and just getting back into the familiarity of being around each other. You know, because we've seen her, you know, kind of step out of her shell in previous episodes and he's taken notice. But now it's like, okay, now we're just in a groove of things. Yeah. And, yeah, she does keep in ear out for him but then he she also has that moment where okay so he's super stressed out because they want to replace him and he knows it and he can't decide all on the electoral math which i love i love all of the electoral math i love the possibilities super nerdy um but anyway, I like when they're at the wedding and they're sitting in the stairwell and she just like slinks over to him. Yeah. She's looking beautiful as she well. Is, yes. And she's all, I'm a, I'm bored. I'm an attractive woman waiting to be entertained. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is this is me always. Yeah. And then the dude is just so tunnel visioned on 
trying to figure out, you know, how to win an election. And, yeah. You know, isn't that the way it always goes? <laughs> yeah, I thought that scene was, was I don't know, it, I've missed their interactions. And it was just, it was just nice to have them sitting on the little stairwell and talking about real things, but also bantering a little bit. So, oh, yeah, it was cute. I mean, this this is one of those few moments where I'm going to give Josh Lyman a pass for not picking up the really obvious signals that she's, like, putting out there. Yeah. She's, like, leaning back, wearing this, like, green, I don't know if it was a jumpsuit or a dress or something, but, it, you know, he just couldn't see the forest for the trees. So right. this is the perhaps only time that I give him a pass because he was really freaking stressed out. Yeah, he was really where That scene where he was going to all the different breakfasts and Leo walks up to him to start talking and then Josh doesn't even really look at him or answer him. He's kind of yeah. comatose. That felt super awkward to yeah, me. Yeah, it did. I mean... I liked the scene, though, where um, Josh realizes that they want uh, Leo to replace him. Where he has oh. that, you know, he's like, oh, is it such and such? Is it, is it so and so? And then and then he realizes, no, none of them it's are you. random residential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, that seems really, ugh, I don't know. So, it was so good, though, because Leo, they could have written it where Leo just doesn't let him know that. You know, yeah. he could have just hidden that from his facial expressions. But also, I love the way that Leo responded to him. He was very stern. He was almost like a father to him. He just told him straight up, like, hey, if I had been calling the plays, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. And he's just trying to get through to him because he's... He's unraveling a little bit. Right, right. Yeah. And I love it because he's sticking up for him because as long as I've got a job, you've got a job. And it makes me feel nostalgic. Feel all the feelings. All of the feelings. I, I I really liked the episode. And also the way that Leo hands the responsibility back to Santos because at this point he doesn't know which end is up and he's got all these voices flying around and we forget like yeah strategy is very very important but at the end of the day it's on you bro yeah so yeah that was it was a nice way to kind of end that yeah I agree and it was kind of what I was thinking granted I'm obviously not a political expert but it was kind of what I was thinking that you know we're six weeks away like a lot of stuff everything that Leo said to that effect was how I was kind of feeling which maybe that's just for me wanting to protect Josh and be like leave him alone it's it's Matt's job now but I just yeah You can't be, what do they call it, like armchair quarterbacking? Right. Or, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Are yeah. you kidding me? They have to make so many decisions in real time every day. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine the stress of trying to make those decisions. Right. Can't imagine it. Nope. So that's why I don't. And <laughs> um, I feel like this was good. had good life advice, too, where they said, like, good strategy always closes a lot of doors. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I felt like, ooh. That's a word. Yeah. yeah let's, yeah. let's think about that for a second. <laughs> Woo. That'll preach. Yeah. Um, what else for the wedding? Um, well, kind of a sad, this is not related to the plot, but kind of a sad fact is, um, this is the last episode that aired prior to John Spencer's death. So he <gasps> no! died. Yeah. He died five days after this episode aired. Oh my gosh. So, you're right. Yeah. So very oh, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry to bring down the mood, everybody. <laughs> but, oh man, we'll have yeah. to spoiler alert that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> hey, if anyone's made it this far, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you can hate us for the last 10 episodes. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, goodness. Yeah, things are about to get, I mean, yeah. things are about to that, get really crazy. Yeah, that was another thing I was thinking when I was watching this episode. I was like, oh, I feel not indifferent about this episode, but uh, about this episode. But it's about, this is, I think, when it starts. Because this was the, the you know, like the winter break. Like the next, you know, they had a couple weeks off and this one will pick up in January. But I think from that point on is when it gets really good. Because we're only a few weeks away from election day episodes and yeah so we're getting the cold yeah the cold yeah oh don't man (laughs) we're only like four episodes away from the cold so that's oh gosh yeah cannot wait (laughs) i just don't know if i'll have enough words to say this whole time i'll just be like and then squealing and then and then (laughs) oh boy anyway well that's the wedding short and sweet it is i feel like short and sweet but I mean, I, I really liked it. I, I really too. liked, I mean, I've liked the other episodes too, but again, I think the balance between the two, you know, the campaign and the West Wing was yeah. really nice. And I just really liked a per- anything that had to do with Bartlett personally, because even the episodes that we've had him in there, ha- they haven't been that personal in a long time. Yeah. You know, I agree. So, I agree. Mm-hmm. In that sense, Thanks for that, Josh Singer. In that sort of emotional sense, it felt more like the old West Wing, that we were really in touch with the sort of That's more true. personal side, I guess. So, Who would you pick for an MVP of this episode? Oh, man. Uh... It's a surprising question, I know. <laughs> I know, I never <laughs> even thought about it. Uh, Whoa. It's, it's still, uh... we're seven seasons in, and I still don't think about it. <laughs> um, who is yours? I think uh, I think Bradley Whitford. I'm going to choose Bradley Whitford on this okay. because I felt like he was kind of the core of it. Although Bart, a case could be made for Martin Sheen, of yeah. course. Yeah, I mean he's he's my MVP of life. But um, <laughs> I guess I'll say uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll say. Josh? No, not Josh. You know what? I'm going to say Leo because I really like how he stands up for Josh and how he is there for Josh. And everybody has kind of a smaller role in this episode. It's a lot more of an ensemble episode. So I'm going to say Leo. Mm -hmm. I think that's okay. That's a that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, next week we're going to need Kleenex. It's going to be messy. Oh, man. Heavens to Betsy. Okay, well, if you guys have any West Wing thoughts or feelings, you can email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You can also hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, not Snapchat, at Pod, And we will speak to you next week for yeah. Running Mates. Yep. Join us, will you? We'll see you there. Talk to you there. All Bye. the there. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.